So if I can make $475,428 per year as a car detailer, maybe that's what I ought to do. If you buy and sell vehicles for a profit or you want to, you're in the right place. This is the Flipping Genius Podcast. Our number one goal is to help our listeners make more money. Every episode, we share information, ideas, and experiences of real-life car flippers. I'm Randy Lee. I'm the host of Flipping Genius. I've flipped cars most of my life. For over a dozen years now, I've been a licensed dealer. I am working to build the best podcast about successfully flipping cars for a consistent profit. Let's get to it, flippers. Okay, so I'm a smart ass. <laughs> you already knew that. Uh, I hate detailing cars. I hate cleaning them up. But there's some times when it only makes sense for me to do it. Um, I have a vehicle right now that I, I worked on today for seven hours. And if you wonder where $475,428 came from, but it came from this. Uh, the vehicle I worked on is going to make me $1,600 in profit and the difference between selling it and not selling it in my mind at this point is the seven hours that i spent cleaning one of the most disgusting cars <laughs> that i've had in the last 10 years um it just was tedious and there was lots of not just cleaning but also some simple tweaking of the bodywork uh Somebody got mad when they got the car repossessed, so they uh, smashed the roof in a little bit. Um, I popped the roof out with a with a uh, suction cup. Uh, they ran into a lot of things. I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but uh, mostly sideswiped uh, ATMs and drive-throughs or something. Uh, I did a little bit of uh, magic on the side of the car between the using a can of uh, spray paint and uh, there's a silver car. I got lots of silver paint. Uh, you've probably seen me, if you're on the, the, the car flipping forum, you've seen me use uh, toothpaste to pull, uh, to, to, to uh, fix the side of a side swipe uh, on a car where, where you just basically have a scuff. The toothpaste will pull it right out. I did a little video on that not long ago. Um, and then in inside, I don't know how these people got so much dirt on this car, but I had to pull the knobs off the radio and the air conditioning uh, unit and clean them with a uh, with cleanser, with a scouring powder. And uh, anyway, it, it took seven solid hours to get this thing looking right. Um, I repriced it, and I believe... It'll be sold by within the next two days to one of the people who've already responded to it. It's a great deal. I priced it right. Priced it to sell fast because I just want it gone so I can make room for the next one. And sixteen hundred dollar profit on this one is a good a good profit. It's over a hundred percent of what I have invested, and that goes back to the reason why. I can't make $475,428 a year detailing cars is because I really made the money when
when I bought the car, because that's when you make your money. You've got to buy them right. But uh, consequently, consequently, the reason that this episode, and I don't know if I'll even count this as a full episode. A long time ago, we I was doing some mini episodes, and I think it was as a result of a day like today where I worked really hard uh, doing the tedious part of our of our car flipping business and i I was just tired and uh, i'll be honest i'm tired today and we're just doing an audio version today um for one thing but i i wanted to make sure i hit the deadline and got a message out to everybody got a a uh an episode on the books and i wanted to talk about this somebody somebody asked the other day on on the car flipping forum how much do you pay to detail cars? And there was a lot of answers. Lots of people said they do it themselves. And at one point, that was that is exactly what I would have said. I, I do it myself. I said I pay between $100 and $200, I think. Uh, and I, I generally don't pay any cash because I do this through my barter network. However, however... There are jobs, there are cleanups that I do not expect somebody else to do the job that I would do. And that is exactly what I had to do today. So that's well, the first thing I want to talk about that. Um, and, and hey, I, I want to thank everybody who's participating uh, and interacting on the Car Flipping Forum. If you're not a member yet, you know, just go to Facebook groups, look up Flipping Genius, and you'll find our Car Flipping Forum. It is the uh, fastest growing car flipping uh, group of its type on Facebook. Uh, we've got going on 600 members now. and uh, But more importantly, we've got some some great members who are, are interacting. I want to give a shout out to uh, Sam Kronoski. Uh, Sam's been on the podcast before, and he's he is a consistent uh, participant and interactor. And he just posted a nice deal that he did on, I think, a Volkswagen. And uh, also, uh, Charles uh, Chaz de Gaulle. I, I, I apologize if I'm saying your name wrong, sir, but I really appreciate this cat. He is a mechanic. Uh, trying to think where he's at. He might be in Texas. Um, Sam's up in Michigan. And Charles has posted a lot of good information for uh, some of our, our flippers who ask questions. He's he knows his stuff and uh, has a lot of good insights and, and is a fan of the podcast. I really appreciate you um, listening and sharing too, because that's, it's, it's very valuable to have somebody who's got some, uh, some good insights and some good knowledge uh, to share answers and insights and, and uh, questions too. And uh, Eric Guerrero, Eric, I hope I'm saying your name right from California has uh, recently joined and Eric's Eric's got a lot of questions and he's not afraid to ask and I, I love it and that is that is I think that's what we we really want to be doing on the forum is is asking questions answering questions sharing our our information our knowledge and Eric most recently um, he's he's shared quite a few things on on the as this is as of this date it is uh, what I call um, May Christmas Eve, uh, May 24th, 2022. 
so uh, as I say these these names, these guys are active right right now, right right in 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 uh, live time. And Eric reached out to me one on one and asked me a question that I I thought was a great question. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm got enough energy to really answer it as well as I could, <laughs> but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. Um, Eric asked me um, for tips on converting a higher percentage uh, uh, and ensuring the sale um, when you, when you have a vehicle to sell, and he asked me for tips on on how to close the sale when somebody's on the fence, and uh, and how um, I think what he was asking is how I manage the buyer's uh, uh, interactions from start to finish, but he said, how do you manage the seller interactions from start to finish? So I'm going to answer both of those things. And I thought that'd be a good thing for us to, to talk about in this brief episodes, uh, which will be, I guess, episode 121 of the Flipping Genius. Um, I was going to tell my Rose Bowl story, but I'm a, I think I've, I've told it before. And uh, I have no idea why I was going to tell it tell that but if, if i haven't told it and you'd like to hear it reach out to me because it's always fun to tell the rose bowl story it has nothing to do with the topic today <laughs> um i was i was uh telling the story today at the car lot um i was dropping off that that seven hour job and, I, and i'm i'm not kidding it was seven solid hours probably more that i worked like manual labor and, and those of you who know me know that's not what I want to do, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. So I was about ready to take the, the new pictures and uh, market that vehicle. And an, an old uh, acquaintance on the lot who uh, did buy one vehicle from me many years ago and has also served, uh, has become a, I've referred him to some other other uh, folks who have paid me uh, finer's fee, and he has uh, actually referred other people to me. So a good a good resource for me uh, stopped by the lot to talk to me about a couple things. Now this gentleman's from Wisconsin, so that that got us talking about Wisconsin Badger football and the Rose Bowl story that I was going to tell you, and will tell you if you reach out and say, "Hey, Randy, tell the Rose Bowl story." Um, but while we were talking, um, it was interesting. It was interesting because this gentleman um, had a couple things he wanted to talk to me about. He had a vehicle he wanted to scrap, wondered who would be a, a good resource. I gave him a couple phone numbers. One guy who will probably buy it and rebuild it, and another guy who will buy it and crush it. And both of them will give him money. Made him happy. Um, <clears throat> the next thing he told me is that he just recently retired. Uh, he's, he's retired military, and now he's also retired uh, from commercial uh, endeavor. And uh, he's got one too many vehicles and he wants to get rid of one of them. And he knows which ones he, he wants to get rid of. And he wondered if he could sell that through me uh, on consignment. And uh, a lot of times I'll say no to that. I've had other people ask me that, but I like this guy. And he's, he's been a, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to say friend because I'll just be straight up. I can't think of his name. And I can't think of your name. You know, but but it's a good business acquaintance. He's a good guy. I know he's in my my record books. And uh and and 
he'll be back and he'll be back soon because he's gonna bring a vehicle over and we're gonna sell it i'll sell it for him and we'll share in the profits and it's another way that we can make money um i'm a car dealer i'm a licensed car dealer so i can do something like that um and and this is something that came up this week too and i want to talk more about it i'm not going to go into detail about it today recently i posted a um a notice on the the forum about curb stoning and a link to the illegality of of flipping cars illegally and how you are not allowed to do open titles and i've talked about that before and you know i'm a licensed dealer but i think it's very important that i make sure everybody knows that there are rules and there are laws and you want to abide by those laws um but as a licensed dealer i have i have paid my insurance i've paid my bond i've i i pay my overhead i have the the uh, necessary signage and and paperwork that i have to do to to uh, uh abide by the laws here in the state of alabama and and the federal laws as well and that gives me some opportunities and this was an, an opportunity that, that that came up um that, that's coming up where i'll be able to sell this vehicle uh, i'll have no out of pocket uh on it other than if i decide to do some some car prep but i'm pretty sure i won't have to do any prep because his cars are always sparkling clean so he'll bring it over to be clean now probably sell it in a few days and and split the profits he won't have to deal with the public he'll be happy i'll be happy and the the new buyer will be happy that'll be that'll be fun well I'm, I'm mentioning all this because Eric asked me about the the uh, the interactions from start to finish, and and see this is how I look at our business at my business. It's a long view. It's not from start to finish like when you call me, and then when. I give you the keys to a car that's just the start that really is just the start that's that's how i see business in general especially my car flipping business today it's a long-term strategy and so the gentleman that i'm talking about who came today we've known each other for i believe over 10 years and we've had many conversations and we've done quite a bit of business together and we will do more business together and he'll reform more business to me and i think the key there the key word is relationship and that's that's eric eric that's that's what i want you to think about i want to think i want you to think about building a relationship not only with the people you sell to but the people you buy from, if you do that, you're going to build success. You're going to build depth. And if you go back and listen to episodes in the past, you'll hear that I've done that. You'll hear definitely that Sam did that. Uh, absolutely, way back in episode 17, uh, when we had uh, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy was on, and uh, and he he absolutely does that uh we 
we build relationships not only with the people that we sell to, but the people that we buy from and the people in between. These are all part of my success and they've been part of my success in, in every business I've been involved in. Most recently, this car business that we're talking about. Um, so that's the first thing I want to talk to you. I want, I want to mention that you need to take a long view. And when you do take a long view, I think it changes your presentation of your vehicle. Um, my wife and I, Terry, we talk about, I'll come back and I'll say, I, I'm disappointed because somebody didn't buy the car because I thought they were going to, whatever car that is. And she always says the same thing. She says, well, it wasn't the right person. It's not the right car for them. And we've said that for so long that I am absolutely convinced of that. Now, Terry and I pray every day together. And uh, I, I, I mentioned that because I think it's, it's vital. Um, and we, we do. We ask God to, 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 to send us the correct buyer. And I'm a Christian. And, and when I say, um, God, I am, I am praying to God. My Christian God, I'm praying to, to Jesus Christ, my Savior. Uh, I, I figure I'll just go ahead and mention that. And I don't I don't know where you're at. We, you guys are all over the world. And I don't want to start a, a religious argument. I don't believe there is an argument. <laughs> but I want to say that that is, that is where I am coming from. And, and with that, armed with that thought, I truly believe, and I can't explain it, but I believe that God listens to my prayers and has somehow an interest in in what I do. And I think he directs me. And so that's kind of crazy. It's probably not at all where you thought I'd go with this, Eric. But that's where my sales process starts. It starts every single day. When I wake up and I pray first myself and then I pray with my wife and we ask God to send us the right buyer for the car, then I do my best to get the car ready for that buyer. And and sometimes that, like I've got a Buick right now with a broken door handle. The door handle works. It's been improvised. The car is dirty and it needs to be clean. I'll probably clean it. I'm going to do one of these long day cleans because it's going to take one of those. But I'm not going to do much more repair on it because I want to keep the, the car cheap. And the repairs that I would need to do on this particular car would be expensive. And I believe that this car is good transportation for somebody. And I'm going to be able to walk away with probably $1,200, $1,300 profit on a vehicle that I've got about $1,300 in. And uh, I think the best way for me to do it is to keep it the way it is and just do the, the simple work. So I, that's my vision for that particular car. Now, if somebody comes along and they want to buy that car, uh, they, want, they want me to do the work. And it makes sense somehow to do another $1,500 worth of body work and, and, and other repair. Um, then maybe I'll reassess this, but but this is my assessment that that vehicle is best sold to somebody who just needs transportation. Now, 
we'll see how that goes. But that's that's my thought that that God is going to direct the the buyer to me that is right for that car. And and so so in answering your question, Eric, um, that's how I go about doing my business and converting at a higher percentage. Um, I don't really push. Now, I have the good fortune of having, uh, at, at this point, I think I've got nine vehicles for sale. Um, not a huge lot, but more than just one at a time. And, and when you only have one at a time, you probably could get in a situation where you're worried it's going to sell. But uh, I, I encourage you to, to take a listen to uh, Sam Konoski's uh, interview uh, conversation with me back in uh, like episode 109 or something like that, just a, about a couple months ago. And, and Sam does one at a time, and he talks about it. And, of course, uh, uh, Nick 45, not Nick 45, uh, um, oh, forgive me. Um, <laughs> it's been a long day, guys. Uh, where are we going? I'm going to – Vic. <laughs> Sorry, not Nick. Vic 45. Uh Vic, of course, talked also about about his strategies for sales. I and mean, those are some they those guys both have some good ideas on how to close the sale for their one vehicle and, and how to move somebody to the buying situation. But I don't know if we talked about somebody being on the fence. But I, I, I let me address that. Um in in uh I'm doing this really off the cuff, so I, I apologize if I don't have a lot of notes ready. But that's that's what I I thought this would be the best way to answer this question. And we may I may get back to answering it more on a day when I haven't I haven't done seven hours of uh, of scrubbing and pulling and pushing. <laughs> but uh, um, which I know is not a lot to some of you guys, but it is to me. Um, it was a long day. Um. If somebody is on the fence, and I, boy, that happens a lot. Um, number one thing is, I think if they leave to go look at another vehicle, they might. I notice that that percentage is very low that they come back, but that doesn't bother me because I, I I'm working under the assumption that that they are not the right buyer for the car. But what I try to do is just give them information. Um, I follow up with people and give them the information that they want, whether it be repair records, uh, vehicle ownership records, so they can see that it's a clear title and, and, and that it's been owned by X number of people and that there's no outstanding... Uh, recalls and that there's you know give them the information that 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 i would want if i was buying a car i try to give it to them without them asking me for it unless i feel like it's it's not something that they are going to want um but i find i try to find out why the car is right for them and why it's not and if 
it gets right down to it. And I feel like this is not the vehicle for them. I will do more to unsell that vehicle than I do to sell it. I don't want to sell the car to the wrong person. I know I, that's, I know I keep saying that, but that's, I really, really mean it. I really mean it, Eric. If you've got a decent vehicle, it's ready to be sold and you market it correctly, that your buyer will come. And if you have confidence in that, it takes, it takes the, uh, the pressure off. Now, if you've got every penny you have invested in the world into this vehicle and you need to sell it so you could pay your rent next month, then you are in a different situation than I'm in. And I can understand that because there was a time a long, long time ago when maybe I was your age that I, I recognized that immediate need. But I try to not put myself in that kind of position ever anymore. And that's that's a good reason to to build this one car at a time and make sure you're buying them right. Make sure you're doing investments in, in, in repairs that make sense. Get a vehicle that's ready to sell. Sell it at a price that is almost too good to be true and then move on. Um, and if the person is is sitting on a fence and they're saying, I just don't know. I don't push them. I don't. I ask them what, what's holding you back. Is there, is there something that you need to know? Or do you just think this isn't the right vehicle for you? Cause if it's not the right vehicle, let's just agree to maybe meet another day and, uh, with another vehicle and I let them walk. And that's just me. <laughs> that may not have been the answer that you want at all, but uh, that is what I do. And then as far as managing interactions, um, now that's something I, I, I do. As soon as you contact me, you go into my database and I will stay up with you as far as getting more information. If I've got something I think that you're interested in buying, uh, I'm going to get information from you on that. If you've got something I believe I'll be interested in buying, I'm going to take your information there and you're going to go into my email list. You're going to go into my phone list and I'm going to do my best to keep up with you um, because so much of my business comes from past business, not only on the buying side but or the selling side, but on the buying side as well. And that is pivotal. Well, Eric, I hope this helped uh, some, and if it didn't, I apologize for being uh, completely different. <laughs> but but uh, at the same time, I hope this also stirs up some some uh, uh, debate. If uh, if you've got ideas on, on, on how to answer Eric's question about uh, converting at a higher percentage, ensuring the sale, uh, pulling people off the fence and getting them to close and the way that you manage your relationship with your buyers and sellers, please share them on, uh, on the car flipping forum or reach out to me at uh, flipping questions at gmail.com. And, and we can interact that way. And if you'd like to share your message or your ideas uh, on a future episodes of 
Clipping Genius. I'd love to have you as a guest uh, if you'd like to share the microphone with me. Or, or I'd love to share your story, your question, your 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 insights on a future future episode. If if it's not your thing to get in front of the microphone, that'd be fine too. Um, just uh, like I said, flipping questions at gmail.com or going go to the car flipping forum and reach out to us there. If you're not a member, join the car flipping forum. It is free, F-R-E-E. Just search Flipping Genius on Facebook groups. If you are considering becoming a flipping team member or a flipping partner or a flipping champion, we would love that. You help support the cause, and we do our best to help support you and help you build a more profitable business because that is the number one goal of the Flipping Genius is to help our listeners make more money. Now, remember, we've got a... YouTube station. It's called the uh, channel. It's called the Flipping Genius, surprisingly enough. And you can hear hear and see all of our videos there. This particular episode, I don't think is going to be on video. So you'll have to wait until the next one. But we do have a lot of episodes on video and there are lots of fun to watch. We've got some other uh, videos as well. It's like that cool one where I'm messing with the toothpaste and the other one where I'm painting a car with a roller brush. Uh, and, and, and even one where I'm pulling a, uh, a steel pylon out of the ground out in front of a Walmart. That's my favorite. Hey, um, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing us with your friends. Please tell everybody, you know, about flipping genius and come back and listen, save us as a favorite, give us a five-star review if you can. And, uh, look forward to the next time. Hey, let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses.